All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of A Pinball Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. I believe it is episode 48. And if my energy levels sound low, it's because they absolutely are. Now, obviously, I've been gone for a couple of weeks, but that was kind of by design because come spring break time, my kids were out of school, and I just decided I was just going to take off from everything. I was going to spend a ton of time with them. And of course, we had a lot of fun doing it, but I won't bore you guys with all the family details. I just spent the past couple of weeks hanging out with the family. Now, this week in particular, I ended up going, I believe today's Thursday. So this past Monday, I went to go get my first vaccine shot for COVID. And I believe it was the Pfizer shot that I got. Yeah, it was the Pfizer shot. And that shot has just knocked me on my ass. I'm not going to lie. I was worried about the side effects a little bit, and lo and behold, I got some side effects, let me tell you. I mean, arm throbbing, nausea, just energy just gone, and it's so weird too, it comes and goes. Sometimes I'll feel just fine, and then the next moment, I'm just done for. So I'm hoping that it will go away by this weekend, but I really need to get a podcast out for you guys. I was trying to decide when to film and just whenever I was up to it, and now I finally am. So enough time wasted talking about all of that. So moving ahead, apparently time comes at you very fast, especially if you don't podcast for a couple of weeks. Now, what has happened? There's so much ground to cover. And I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to just kind of cover the elephant in the room that's behind me. If you guys are watching on YouTube, the fact that I have a Guns N' Roses behind me and that Ninja Turtles and Iron Maiden are obviously gone. Uh, we'll also talk about Alien Pinball a little bit today also as well. And actually, let's just go straight into Alien Pinball, as a matter of fact, as the now defunct show, Super Awesome Pinball Show, were the ones that kind of, I guess, gave it a debut again. I, I mean, Alien Pinball, it's been out for a while. It's just now finally coming back out again via the Pinball Brothers. And this is a game that interests me and doesn't interest me. And the fact that I'm very interested in the theme. I like the idea of the theme, alien invasion, anything to do with aliens, I think is cool. The problem is, is I played this game multiple times over the past couple of years at TPF and at Indisc. And every single time I've played, I just came away unimpressed by it. I just honestly did. And because of that, I really honestly don't have too much to say about this pen. I really don't. I mean, you know, Saps, they came out with a exclusive as they like to call it, an exclusive for it, showing the video. And I saw this video and I, I was interested just because I wanted to see what this new package would be. What were the Pinball Brothers? What were they going to present to us? And after seeing the debut, the gameplay, and just how the entire package was presented, I just, I don't even feel like critiquing it, guys, to be honest with you. It is, this game is so far off my radar at this point, there's really, I don't know what there is to really say about it. I mean, it's a game that when I look at it and I see the gameplay on it, to me, it feels like it's outdated. It already feels like it's outdated in 2021 because we are living in an era that's, you know, post Guns N' Roses, post Pirates. We're li living in the post Elwin era where there's multiple Elwin games out in the wild. And when I see these game designs, that just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like things are clicking with it. And granted, it's kind of hard to tell with the way that the video was shot. Maybe an official stream, it'll look a lot better. But just everything about the game was uninspiring to me. To me. And I mean, that's 
basically all I can say about it. I mean, the ramps look cool. I guess they were super shiny. That's, I mean, that's about all I got, guys. I don't, I don't, I wish I could come up with something positive with it, but I guess until I actually see a full gameplay stream, I mean, just my initial impression of it is very lukewarm. If that, it, I mean, it's almost as if, like I said, it's just non-existent at this point. So, but moving forward. So again, addressing the elephant in the room right behind me, as you can tell, I have a Guns N' Roses special edition pin. And this has been quite the, quite the little, I don't know how to describe it, quite the little journey getting this pin and trying it out, getting time on it. And I'm not fully ready to kind of talk about my full feelings on it just yet, just because it's, I don't know, it, I go back and forth with it. And if you guys have watched my previous uh, review video on Guns N' Roses, you guys would know that I had several things wrong with it and there were several things I liked about it. You know, I was just kind of in the middle. I'm not one of these that is over the moon about it. And even after playing it and having it, having it in a home setting, I'm still not quite there. I'm still not quite there. It's, it's one of those weird things to where when, when you play it, you get it. You understand why a lot of people are over the moon about this pen. But then when you keep playing it, the flaws start to come out and they start to come out quickly. And you know, I don't know if there's any way to fix those flaws. And again, I need a little bit more time on it before I really dive into that and formulate full thoughts on that. But that's just kind of where I'm at at the beginning of this, because I know a lot of people have been texting me or emailing me and asking me what I generally think of it now that I've had the pen in a home setting. So again, probably next week, I'll be able to just dedicate a full episode to that and really kind of give what my views on it are as of now. But I can say personally, after having both Avengers and both Guns N' Roses, I'm still in the camp that I believe Avengers is the superior game. I just am. And that's not because I'm a stern stan or, yeah, obviously I'm a huge Avengers fan, love Marvel, but even if I take the themes away, it's just, there's certain things about that game I prefer over Guns N' Roses. Now there's obviously, there's certain things about Guns N' Roses that I prefer over Avengers. It doesn't mean that everything about Avengers is superior. It just means that generally, more things in my view, I, I like better. I kind of attach myself better to it, if that makes sense. But anyhow, the best endorsement that I can give Guns N' Roses though, is the fact that it is in my game room. The fact that I put money down for the game and it's here. So I'm giving a whirl, I'm giving it an honest go. Now there has been some issues from the very get go. And I touched base on this before. And I still need to follow up with Jersey Jack. I know finally they did follow up with me on my chip play field, but, and they did it quickly. I just said, finally, they did it quickly. I just kind of overlooked it because my, my lovely wife decided to put that in our pinball folder without telling me. So it just kind of sat there. So I need to address that, but there were some issues directly out of box. Now I talked about the GI before about it kind of not coming on. It would come on at the very beginning. Whenever you powered up the game, you start the game, it wouldn't be there. And it was still the damnedest thing. Everything was hooked up correctly. I checked everything. And finally, I just got frustrated, hit the side of the cabinet. Things started working. I mean, that's legitimately what happened. It still cracks me up to this day. Now, other issues directly out of the box. Again, my scoop and part of the play field was chipped. It's just gone. It, 
honestly, it's slightly damaged to the point that it looks like somebody took like a mini hammer and just hit the side of the scoop. It just, it kind of looks like that because it's almost like it's dented in and like a chunk is missing. And some of the wood, I actually had to take it off because it was sticking up to where it was like little shards of wood. And that was kind of, I mean, that was really disappointing to see, especially out of box without even one game being played. But I, I don't even want to say it is what it is. That's just, I've never seen that before. And so that is very frustrating to see out of any game. I don't care who the manufacturer is. I just know putting down that much money towards something and something like that is happening. That's just, that's very frustrating. Now, the other issue that I've had that we actually had to fix on our own, and I don't even know if anybody else has had this issue because I haven't seen anything about it. The ramp returns, whatever you call those things, habit trails or whatever you want to call them. Somebody will correct me and I'll know exactly what to call them. But those returns, it's, it was so strange because the ball would literally, the angle that it came off of those returns, as soon as it would hit the play field, it would literally hop over my switch on the end lanes. It did that on both sides, on the GNR side. And I think it's, I'm drawing a blank, whatever the right end lane is. I think amp is on the left and whatever's on the right. I'm drawing a total blank. Anyways, the right end lane and the left end lane, it was skipping over both. And the only way that we were able to fix this was by putting a foam pad on the end of that, um, of that ramp return. And that would allow the ball to actually come straight down at basically a 90 degree angle to where it would not hop over that switch anymore. So that was one modification that we had to make. And that's a little frustrating as well, because again, it looks cool. It looks cool. It's just the functionality of it to actually activate a switch. And I tried before we did that, we tried different pitches. We tried to figure that out to see if we could still get it to, to work properly. And we even adjusted the switches a little bit, tried to make them a little bit taller. And then it got to where the switch had to go so high above the play field that if the ball didn't have enough momentum, it would stop at the switch. And then it would still hop over the switch if it was coming off the return. So it was kind of like just going back and forth and trying to figure out how to get this fixed. And finally, I was just like, forget it. Foam pads, let's try that out. And sure enough, that was working. So that's one adjustment we made. And then the disc, the disc, oh, that disc. <laughs> Let me tell you. So that disc, it started falling apart on me not too quickly. It was probably like 30, 40 games in. It really started to sag down. And it did this in the middle of a game when I was having a monster game. And I'm not even joking, guys. I had right around 140 million jackpot cash out ready to go. And that ball gets stuck on the disc. <laughs> I'm just like, no, because I worked so hard for that. And that was such a grind to get up to that point just for that to happen. And so that, that kind of stunk, but I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to think about that. And just it, it's pinball, it's pinball. And I'm stuck in between saying, well, it's just pinball and well, it's pinball. You guys know what I mean? I mean, I expect things to break. I expect things to need adjustment. I expect to have to dial in certain games. I mean, I do that all the time. It doesn't matter what era it is, what manufacturer it is. They all have to do that. They all have to do that. I've never played one pen that was just perfect out of box to where I didn't have to do anything. 
in, I'm talking well over a dozen pins. There's always something that needs a slight adjustment or something that needs a slight fix, if that makes sense. And it's nothing that's major, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it does get major and there's certain things that are popping up on Guns N' Roses that kind of feels like it, it might get to that point, but I hope it doesn't. I know Jersey Jack, they're working with me with the, uh, the tickets I've opened up. So I need to follow back up with them about that. Uh, outside of that, again, we'll go over a lot more on Guns N' Roses and I'll give my full, full, just unfiltered thoughts on the whole entire thing. I will say I enjoy it for the most part. It's not necessarily traditional pinball that I'm used to, but I'm finding ways to enjoy it overall. And I think that's pretty much all I can say about Guns N' Roses at this point. I'm trying to think of anything else off the top of my head. Again, don't edit these shows hardly at all. So what you see is what you get. So we'll just move right on. Now, I do want to give a shout out to somebody because again, guys, I'm so far behind on messages. I apologize. I will get caught up as quickly as I can to text, to emails, to messages on YouTube. I definitely appreciate the support, guys. But I'd like to give a special shout out to Dan Cash Money Acosta. Now, there was a podcast that I put out a few episodes ago. It's, this might have been actually a, I, I don't even know how many it was, but we were talking about different tips on how to play better, different ways to approach a game. And he sent me an email and I'm just, I'm so happy for him. This, this for me, I'm extremely happy at other people's success. I think it's great that there's a lot of people out there enjoying their games, having a great time. And when you start to understand pinball and you start to understand little nuances about it, you start to gain a greater appreciation for games that even if you initially thought you wouldn't like it, you might put yourself in a position to really like a game. Now, I'm not saying that that was Dan's situation at all. I think he, he loves Avengers from what I'm gathering. But so he sent me an email that he basically just said, I just wanted to email you and say, thank you for your how to play better tips from your last podcast. I'm still relatively new to the pinball hobby, just joined during the start of COVID, and I've been really trying to become a better player. I took your advice and stuck with one game, which was AIQ or Avengers Infinity Quest Premium. And I did that for a couple of weeks and really focused on dialing in the shots. Usually I bounce between one of my eight games at home. Nice. Yes, I got the bug. You dig. You did, Dan. That's awesome. Congrats, buddy. And I've never been able to blow up a game before. I also found myself just flipping around instead of really focusing on a strategy and a goal every game. Well, it all came together today as I got over a billion on my Avengers. My main goal was to focus on combos and stacking gem quests with multi-balls for Iron Man and Thor. Not only did I hit my goal for this game, but I was also able to get four extra balls, five gems, and I defeated Thanos attacks. I got the super jackpot on Black Order multi-ball and I got 52 combos. Thanks again, Marv. Love the podcast. You always keep it real and to the point. A picture of my GC is attached and sure enough, over a billion cash money. That is badass. I'm telling you, that's an excellent game right there. Avengers is not necessarily an easy game to play. I said this maybe even the, on the last podcast that Avengers is like that layout. I have the most difficult time with that layout yet. I have the most fun with that layout and it's an incredible game and I'm so happy for you that you basically kicked a lot of ass on that game. Keep doing it. Push yourself further now. You reached a billion. Now the sky's the limit. Now we can really start digging in and opening up that game. And guys, you know, take this for, for what it's worth. I know 
in this hobby, we have different ways of judging it. We have different ways of enjoying the way that we want to enjoy pinball. And again, enjoy it the way that you want to. If you love just looking at your pins, awesome. If you love restoring your pins, awesome. Keep on going. If you love pinball just because of the different themes or the different layouts or the different companies, awesome. But the number one thing I'm telling you guys, pinball becomes so much more enjoyable when you really start to understand what is happening under the glass. And I'm not talking about necessarily just knowing how to fix machines or anything like that, because I'm terrible at it. I kind of know how, but I'm terrible at it. But that is, that's somewhat fun on its own. But I have so much more fun once I understand a rule set and once I understand what shots I'm going for. And once I start to have a plan of how to attack a pin, it becomes so much more fun. I mean, think of it this way, guys. Think of it this way. If you're playing a video game and it's an open sandbox game, and that's often kind of the way pinball is to a certain point where you get to make certain decisions during your gameplay. Now, if you're just doing that without any goal in mind, without any direction, without any aim to get to where you're going, you're not really going to, going to enjoy that journey too much. I mean, you'll hear the lights, you'll hear the sounds. Yeah, that's great. That I mean, that's excellent, but that's such a such a surface level way to really enjoy these pins and these people at these companies, they put in so much with it in terms of just getting the light show down, sequencing things up, getting a rule set down, getting it to where score is balanced or the modes are balanced or the time is balanced. And there's just so much that you can really dig into these games that when you really open your eyes to it and you really start to do that, you will enjoy a game so much more. I promise you, I guarantee it. Nobody's going to get bored with pinball when you really start to dig into a game. So that's all I got for now. A little bit shorter episode. Again, I do have a ton of things to talk about, but I want to really dig in each episode at a time and really dig into those things here in the future. Uh, I think the Twippies are this weekend. I completely forgot again until somebody reminded me this morning. And I am apparently I am also nominated for uh, for YouTube, I think. I think I am. Yeah. So that makes sense. I, I don't think I won anything. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I don't think I even placed in the top eight and there's eight people in it. So there's no telling, but I believe that's this weekend. I don't even know what time I'll just say it's probably in the evening time at some point around seven, eight or nine, your time sometime around there. But I'm sure if you guys are listening to this podcast, you're probably aware that that exists anyways. So there's something to watch this weekend. But that's all I got. I'm not going to have any more content this week, but I will have other podcasts coming out again with a lot more focus next week. And until next time, guys, you guys have a great weekend and I'll talk to you guys soon. Later, guys.